Oh no, I got popcorn in my mouth. Welcome back. My name is Brian. I'm Richard. And this is I Love You 3000 Minutes, a podcast that traveled back in time, almost to the Ice Age, but then we made a right turn and got back on track so that we could rewatch the entire Infinity Saga from Iron Man Far... <laughs> Iron Man Far From Home. The popsicle just melted in my mouth, so I'm good. Iron Man 1 to Spider-Man Far From Home, one marvelous minute at a time. This is minute 55 of Iron Man 1 and Richard, what happened? Brody. <laughs> if you're on audio, I bet you know, popsicle again. <laughs> Rhodey says, this is a time you need to get your head right. And Tony is just, he's kind of captive for the conversation because he was hoping that the conversation with his friend would go a little differently. And Rhodey just super serious says, I'm serious. And like, that's that was his point for the conversation. That is what he wanted to communicate to Tony. Like, yo, you need to cut it out and you need to make some weapons. <laughs> Wait, like, you need to cut it out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yes. And so, <laughs> they continue, it pauses on Tony's face for a brief couple seconds, and it's just, Tony seems kind of heartbroken because he was really hoping his buddy Rhodey would be all in on the, on this with him. His best friend! Yeah, yeah. Again, like I like I was saying last night, I don't think I articulated, articulated it quite like this, but I think he was trying to be a good friend. Yeah. He, yeah, he, sure. He just didn't actually know what was best for Tony. Mm-hmm. He didn't trust Tony to know what was best for him. And he didn't see Tony's vision, right? He didn't even accept it. He didn't even start to see it. Yeah. Yeah. After it pauses on Tony's heartbroken face, <laughs> cuts over to Tony. <laughs> His heart is broken. I mean, it's there. There's an arc reactor to keep it in peace. The heart in shape. The heart is still there, though. It's I know, but without that arc reactor. Not necessarily broken. <laughs> so it goes back to Tony in his lab, right? It goes back to Tony in his lab, and he uh, starts a new project. Jarvis, yeah. Yeah. For you, sir? Anytime? Always? What did he say? He tells Jarvis to make a... For for you, sir, always is the line I was tripping up on. Yes. Jarvis, you up? (laughs) Yeah, so, um, has there been much uh, mentioning of uh, Jarvis so far? So, Pepper Potts, in the scene where Christine Everhart tries to access the house, she says, that's Jarvis, he runs the house. But, I forgot to say, I forgot to correct this, I said that Paul Bettany, in his, like, darkest moment, said that his agent told him his career was over, it was an executive. I forgot to correct that. It was an executive who turned him down and said, your career It wasn't even someone close to Paul Bettany's career or the situation. It was just some random D-bag. Someone who had the control of, like, casting him or putting him on a poster, you know, a leading role kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you think about the timeline, Avengers 2 came out 2015, and I think a movie Legion came out in... Legion came out in 2010, which is a couple years after that. He's a... He was a big... He's on the poster. He's the boy in the poster. Boy. I'm saying as, like, how Steven Subtick and all, I'm saying, we're big boys. He's on the poster, then he did a year later with that same director a movie called Priest, which bombed, I didn't see that one. Legion was good. But I gotta imagine that, like, that's a few years after Priest bombed and he was the main character, and, you know, his career wasn't looking great. This was paying the bills, and it was nice, but, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So 2015 is when the movie comes out. He, he actually, it was probably pretty close after Priest came out, because I think that was 2011. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that film would need to take three years to make Avengers after 2012 mm-hmm. it releases. So, yeah, probably a year after Priest came out, the executive was like, look at your track record. Mm-hmm. It's over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So I don't know how much of a dick he was being, but yeah, it was an executive. Gotcha. And they were kind of looking at the just the stats, like none of the things he starred in were much good, or they didn't do they, well. They in... Didn't do well. The, yeah. yeah, it's like I can see where he's coming from. Thank God it wasn't true. So mm-hmm. anyway, sorry for that divergence. Yes, and so Jarvis agrees to open up a file on him. This is the more extended dialogue that we've heard from Jarvis before, or, you know, some of the most dialogue we've heard from Jarvis before. Yeah, because he... Yeah, he hasn't really said much. Mm -hmm. Did we notice that jukebox before? I did not. I think, uh... No, we did. Uh, if you look back in, like, you know, minute eight or something, I think you pointed it out. Yeah. Okay, but this so, is a, it looks different in the dark at the 30-second mark. We saw it at a different okay. angle. It's like there was a scene that took place farther over there. When he was on the, working on the car. Yes, exactly. So, and he says, start a new project called Mark II, which I thought was weird because normally, like, that's just... A clear versioning thing, Mark you One, Mark, Mark Two, Mark Zero, Three, Mark One. Yeah, and he doesn't say what he's calling the project, or you know, it's like Mark is normally just a version of something. He doesn't actually say what the something is here. Well, remember when I said the first suit was Mark One, and yeah. you thought it should be called Mark Zero? Well, I didn't think it should be called. I just thought it was Mark Zero. It normally is called Mark Zero. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, that first suit is Mark One, and now he's taking a schematic, right? Three D schematic. Of course, yeah, it. I know it's of Iron Man. But he doesn't say it's of iron. He, it, I just thought it was funny that he didn't give a project, give the project as a name. Oh yeah, he's just like we're gonna start Mark Two. Yeah, I gotta imagine he doesn't do a lot on his private server anyway, and he doesn't actually name himself Iron Man. He gets that from a news headline. Gotcha. At the end of the movie, so or I could call it Power Suit with Repulsor <laughs> Rays or whatever. Suit Boy Mark Two. <laughs> <laughs> Repulsor Machine. If I was a superhero, I'd be called Repulsor Machine. Self-driving vehicle when I'm blackout drunk Mark Two. <laughs> <laughs> And so... Did uh, I say self-driving or (laughs) self-flying? Because I wanted to say (laughs) self-flying. And so, because he tells Jarvis to put it on his uh, personal server, uh, Jarvis asks him, Oh, you're working on a secret project, are we? And Tony admits it. He's like, Yeah, sort of, kind of don't know who to trust right now. You know, uh, carry over from his conversation with Rhodey. His best friend just... Told him... Dismissed him. Told him, get your head straight and make some weapons. (laughs) So... He's... He's gonna, but it's not gonna be for the military. Yeah, well, the one that he makes for Rhodey, because he wanted Rhodey to be involved in it, that's kind of for the military, because... He said it wasn't for the military, he just wanted his friend to be part of it. Because he had War Machine in mind, right? No. Oh, that's what I was thinking. That's why he wanted his friend to be part of it. I mean, maybe, but no. In Iron Man 2, Rhodey kind of steals (laughs) War Machine armor. Gotcha. Or technically, the suit that he's about to make. Ooh! Ooh! We got a view at 51 seconds of that thing we tried to see. It says Pure All Pep. I forget which minute, but we really were trying to find, if you're listening on audio, that circular pizza sign looking thing. 
or bottle cap looking thing. Yeah, pure all pep. Top right hand corner above that way too large fire extinguisher. <laughs> I like his sure. computer's trash can. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And he explains why he wants the project to be secret because he doesn't want the military to just use it and blow shit up. He wants it to actually do some good, in his words. He yeah. kind of explains what he thinks his previous work was. He wants his new project to do some good. So Yeah, he'd rather have Mark II and anything that comes from it to be a net positive instead of what America would do, which would essentially be the Team America World Police song. America! Fuck yeah! And then leave weapons in a country. <laughs> For them to be taken and used against them. Well, no, you're talking about the weapons that the Ten Rings have? Yes. Oh, they bought that. Oh, Yeah, really? they bought all those weapons. Really? Yeah. Was that explained in this movie so far? Not so far. Not so far, okay. But yeah, oh my god, would that have been worse? <laughs> if, like, we see him later on destroy the weapons and then, like, show up in some private's quarters and he's like, You accidentally abandoned three tons mm-hmm. of my weapons. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> on your first detail. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm sorry, but today we're not saving Private Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> we're sending Private Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> That would be me if I was in the military. I'd be Private Brian, and I would lose (laughs) way too much stuff. Camera cuts to presumably the Ten Rings digging in the desert for some old Iron Man suit parts. And did you get the reference at 52 seconds when it goes over to the desert? Oh, that's that's a Star Wars reference. Yeah, that's a Star Wars fade or swipe. Uh Uh-huh. Whatever, you know. And not only that, but the next minute, there's even more Star Wars reference. Gotcha. Yeah. I think they might do that swipe a couple times. And plus, Jon Favreau made and created The Mandalorian and wrote most of the episodes. He didn't get to direct because he was doing The Lion King, which, like, what a waste. I mean, it made over a million dollars, so, like, for his career, it's great. It's a commercial success, but... Yeah. But uh, he'll he'll be directing at least one episode in Mandalorian Season 2. Interestingly, I found out they pre the entire season before they started shooting. pre Like, did a pre-visualization of all of Season 1 of The Mandalorian before they started. You mean, like, started... on storyboards, or...? Uh, pre is, like, rudimentary or very crude three-dimensional mm, storyboarding. Got you, okay. So you can actually... It's kind of like version 1 of CGI effects. But they did mm-hmm. it for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. 